1: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life.
6: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
3: It is another Almost Famous Podcast. We're here to break down this week's episode, bring on some guests that were on the episode, but also we're here to hear from the wonderful Ashley I. So sweet of
0: you, Ben. So sweet. How's your week been? Your book launch week? Are you so tired? Are you feeling proud?
3: Uh, I would love to say I'm feeling proud. I am proud of the book. Um... There's a really weird emotion that I did not imagine. I was talking to one of our producers right before this that's happening. So like this book is very personal to me. I'm very proud of this book. I believe in this book. It took a lot of time to write. But a lot of the stuff in the book is meant for those out there who feel disconnected, isolated, alone. So I was pulling stories of others Mm -hmm. and pulling stories of myself. These are some things that I've never really shared before with anybody until I wrote the book. Well, now I talk about it all day, every day. And you almost have like an emotional Mm -hmm. hangover because these are things that like, you know, after you talk about it eight times in a day, it's hard to like still pull out the emotion and passion of it. And so I'm tired, but I'm excited. Um, But I'll leave this thought here. It's really weird actually I mean a lot of people out here I think can really you you have these like high moments in life right if, give it a vacation give it like a family gathering a holiday uh, maybe it's a promotion at work whatever and you're like you have such big expectation for how it's gonna feel and you're so excited for it and then once it happens it like in a sense lets you down and that's how the books felt because like I've been so excited for it for years it launches but then like I don't like there's like it just it's just out there like I don't have I don't know what to do with it anymore. Um I just talk about it a lot, but like you don't know the sales and like not even that this book for me will be judged based on sales. I mean, I think it will I'll take a personal hit like with my ego if it doesn't sell well, but it's like no, now it's just gone like this thing that I held on to for two years is now no longer in my hands and so it like it just feels it feels less of a high than I thought it would.
0: I understand. I understand completely. We'll talk about it more on Thursday night because you are going to talk about the book more. At least this time it'll be with friends because we're doing a virtual event. Tell people how they can join it.
3: This is a super big deal. So, um, obviously the Almost Famous family and iHeartRadio have just been incredible to Ashley and I over the years. And, um, I, we months ago planned this because we wanted to celebrate the launch of this book and the launch of this podcast, um, not the launch I mean I guess the sustainability of this podcast and share some stuff that I haven't been able to talk about with uh, the people that listen to this podcast and so we're gonna have a live event uh, we released a limited number of tickets to our live show uh, that include a signed copy of my book uh, to buy go to events. com slash almost famous those will be in the show notes so just look it up and you'll see that if you if you didn't get it. Uh, a portion of the proceeds from this Perfect. live event will go to Save Our Stages, uh, which is through federal aid is on the way. Until it comes, many neighborhood independent venues are still at risk of closing. That's just going to happen. and they will close forever. So you can find info on how to help your local music scene at SaveOurStages.com or just get a ticket to this event. That's helping out a lot. We're going to talk about the book. We're going to have some great guests on. Uh, we're going to dive into some questions that I think all of us could probably Uh, relate with right now like how are you feeling where are you at who are you in the midst of this last year in the midst of the chaos that has kind of came around us the confusion Um, I'm really pumped for it so please join us it's going to be intimate vulnerable raw uh, but also a lot of fun
0: we have something else very exciting on Thursday. I was asked on questions on Instagram this week, what who's a guest that came on our show that I never thought would agree to it? Oh, and it yeah. is this person, mm-hmm. Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo did an in-depth with us. We recorded it last week. It is chock full of, well, blunt Juan pablo yes. <laughs> Um. He was as honest as... He says that he was on the show. You guys are really good. It's going to be a really good listen. Uh, You're going to have a lot of opinions, I'm sure. But it will be dropping this Thursday. So make sure to look out for that. All right. Well, let's get to this week six of The Bachelor recap right after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. three five one zero three zero zero and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's
3: talk about something we all can relate to hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. But guess what? Nair, the OG has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I
0: remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
4: Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to O S E A malibu.com and use code mom for 10% off site-wide.
3: All right, we're back. Ashley, we got to break it down this week. It's going to be crazy. Um, there's so much going on in Bachelor Nation right now. So many headlines, so many stories, as you know, as you just mentioned before the break. Juan Pablo is going to be on our podcast and, uh, and that's something we never thought would happen. Um, and then we get to this week's episode, and again, I want to preface it with saying this. Last week, I was really happy with the episode. I think Matt James is just a good dude. Like, I just like him. I like watching him. I think I'm rooting for him. Like, I'm on his team. Um, Maybe I'm just getting, like, to be critical as I get farther and farther, like, out of the show. Yeah. I feel like these episodes are falling short. Like, I, I, I feel like they're falling short. Well, let's dive into it. Uh, because we're going to pull out some of the things that, like, and some of the reasons why we believe they're falling short right now. Well, the episode starts with the cliffhanger. Jasenia and MJ are uh, together, meeting, talking, arguing. We get more arguments during the season than any other season I can remember. It it's uh it's just not enjoyable, I guess, for me to watch because I don't know exactly what's going on, and also. When Matt sits down, and and I'll pass it to you here in just a second, but when Matt sits down in the room with these two girls, there's just this look of exhaustion on his face. Like, I just felt like he was sitting in a room being like, this isn't at all what I want to spend my evening doing, nor do I understand what's going on here. But I just want this stuff to be done so that we can move on into, like, something healthy and, like, good for this season.
0: Yeah, I... I was thinking like something that I've thought many times throughout this season, kind of like what's this fight actually over? Yes. Is it the fact that you guys don't jive? Is it the fact that MJ said, Oh, I don't feel any tension or drama in the house to Matt. Um, yeah. Is, is it over just something so, or is it over MJ being a bully? Um, is it a combination of all of this? Probably. But it's just like one of those confrontations that I just feel like the purpose of it or like the root of it is really vague, which makes me less interested yes. in the argument.
3: You hit yeah. it on okay, the great. head. Yes.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
3: <laughs> it's just vague. And I mean that's so, – and and then yeah. – I mean, okay, so we could go through, like, the bickering. It's I don't think it's helpful for the podcast. I don't think it's helpful for the show. They went back and forth for a yeah. bit. Matt sits down with each of them. Uh, MJ explains how she has a big heart, and she's trying to show it to him. Uh, she's saying that she hasn't – she's trying to bring harmony to the house, so she's trying to do the exact opposite of what she's getting blamed for. Uh, Jasenia mm-hmm. saying, no, you've been a part of the problem. And then it pretty much, I mean, ends there. And this is the part that's even more confusing. Like, MJ gets sent home. And then Jasenia walks back with a rose, but we don't really know why she got a r- I thought they were both going home, quite honestly. I don't I thought they were both going home too. So we I thought don't it was know. gonna be like
0: Tisha's season, where she was where he was gonna be like, "Jasenia, I'm not really 100 percent sure about you yet. Please go join the other girls and like I'll make up my decision later. I guess the fact he did he didn't do that because he just decided to cancel the cocktail party altogether, which is probably out of exhaustion and just being like, I know what I'm doing. I don't really feel a connection between him, him and Jasenya, which is why I was surprised that she got through so easily with that rose, but also because um, we see in the scene from the next episode that she's around and looks like going on a one-on-one next week. So not only does she get through that rose ceremony, but she gets through the rose ceremony that we have a teaser, uh, you know, that we left on a cliff note cliffhanger on, and then she gets a one-on-one. So I don't know. I like, I'm obviously like team Jasenya in this, argument between her and MJ. MJ just seems like really rough around the edges and like I don't know if I can really trust her, but I also feel like Jasenia in a way was being like a little bit over dramatic yeah. about it.
3: Well, right? And yeah, I think you're right. I also it goes back to the just the thing that we've seen for every season here though. Like do you think and you can answer me this maybe. When the girls are bringing up this kind of stuff and they're arguing. Okay, when Jasenia's sitting in this room with MJ going MJ, I think you've been a bully. And Yesenia sitting yeah. there in that room at that point, does she think that is helpful for her relationship with Matt? Like in her head, is she believing that by pursuing this, it is helping her relationship with Matt? Or is that is that an afterthought? Because in my opinion, from my experience on the show, it would just hurt my relationships if, if it was down to like, in a sense, like bickering back and forth on, I just don't like you. Or I don't like, like it doesn't seem to be helpful for any love story to be formed.
0: I think it's an afterthought because I think that I'm just using my experience during The Bachelor with Kelsey being our villain. It was just like this. I just can't stand this person so much that like it's very important for me for them to be exposed.
3: (laughs) But okay, but in a, in a, a moment of honesty for you. Like the number one reason you're there, let's say, okay, let's assume the number one reason you're there is to have a good experience, to have fun, to try something new. The second one is, could I possibly fall in love? Could I possibly make this work out? Like, is this something that like could be my love story in life? And we'll assume those are two reasons. Does any, if those are your two reasons, does having this kind of fight, and Ashley, you've been in this, was it helpful for either of those?
0: No, it's never going to be helpful. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that, like, there's something in your soul that, like, must do it. <laughs> I know that's not, like, the right answer, but it's there's the no real right answer. answer.
3: Yeah. It's the honest yeah. answer. I mean, okay. Yeah. Do you regret doing, okay, if you're in the same position, do you regret, would you do it over the same way you did it? Yes. You would. And I
0: would, yeah, I just would, like, like articulate myself and not drink a whole bottle of champagne before.
3: Okay. Well that's that's always good. (laughs) That always helps. But
0: you know, that's because like I wasn't meant to be with Chris. And I feel like if it it may have been different if it was somebody that I know that like I really thought like this made sense, like there was something that must have been there. Um I don't know. Yeah. I I understand. I I just under I understand where like that need to to kind of I don't want to say fight,
3: but to argue is... To bring it out, to bring it to the surface. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, Jessenia stays. MJ goes home. And and I think... Uh, I don't think it's going to be talked... I think MJ is going to get talked about a lot this week. Um, I think it was a really big exit for Matt. I think he was really into, into MJ. I think he still was. And I think he saw... There must have been more to the story. Like I think he was seeing the, the thread of kind of what Justinya was saying coming through, I think it hurt him quite a bit to send MJ home.
0: I agree, but we didn't get to see that, which was unfortunate. But I felt like going into that date or whatever you want to call it, he he had more of a connection with MJ.
3: I'll give you a little behind the scenes. When I was there on oh, okay. set, uh uh-huh. some of the people were like they thought MJ was a front runner. Like they had told me like this girl, oh, really? yeah, this like MJ has Like Matt, Matt likes her. So I was shocked to see her go home. I I don't know how this season plays out and I don't know how each episode plays out. So I was watching like, there's no way she goes home here because I knew, I mean, what I was there two weeks before this, I was like two weeks before this, he was head over heels for this girl. Like he liked her a ton. Um, so it makes sense on why then he cancels the cocktail party. He's tired. He's exhausted. He's over it. I mean, now at this point in time, we watch it like weeks, you know, once a week. This has been his life, in argument, dealing with arguments and confrontation now for two weeks. He's exhausted. He's tired. He's really over it. Um, So he cancels the cocktail party. And people are really upset. People are like in tears upset.
0: Yeah, Ryan. Ryan was a latecomer, and she was so upset. We see her not get a rose. She obviously was sensing that she needed that time to prove a connection. Um, We see Serena get up in Katie's, not really get up in Katie's face, but, you know, start something with Katie saying that, you know, if she stopped bringing up all the toxicity in the house, then, like, all these time warpholes... Um, of drama, time sucking, time sucking warpoles of drama, like the one between Jasenia and MJ, would have been eliminated, and then therefore cocktail parties wouldn't get canceled and all that. But I don't know. I don't really agree with Serena there. I mean, I think Katie, she, you know, I would think that Katie's a, a good one. It, you know she's what happened? Bringing it up. She, well, she's not bringing it up for the for like her own
3: sake. No, it's a little bit different. The confrontation with Katie and her bringing it up was back, you know, when she kind of brought up Victoria, the house was toxic. There was bullying going on. And Katie was like, Matt, like this isn't healthy anymore. Like, I just want you to know that this in the house like needs to change and you need to know about it. I didn't have the like stomach churning reaction to when Katie brought it up as when like other people have brought up confrontation. Now, I did have it, though, when Serena brought it up to Katie. I was like, don't do this again. We, I literally thought last week we were done with the drama. Then this happens this week right off the bat with the episode. And I'm like, Matt's already tired. And then n- n- as soon as Harrison walks out of the room, here we are back into another confrontation. And it was just like, don't start. I, I, I don't know. want this to be another storyline.
0: I was checking out. I was getting so checked out. It was just one of those episodes where I found myself like pressing pause a ton, looking at my phone, just wasn't fully invested because it's just like, oh, again, are you kidding me? Yeah. Now, I would say, I think I mentioned last week that I would think that maybe Serena had a point if Katie did like a little tattletale situation again, Yeah. but she didn't. She was pulling up like a past title. I don't like calling it a title. I don't think she was a tale, but like for sake of simplicity. The last time Katie brought that up was a while back. So now Serena's just drudging up something again and
3: uh. And you have the awkward moment where uh then well, it happens a little bit later on. We'll talk about it in a second. But I do have to mention this. Um, this episode really fired me up, and you'll know why. For one reason. Uh not only the confrontation, not only do I not get to see Matt shine, which I know he he will and still can and he's great, but my favorite went home maggie went home we never got oh, to see maggie. maggie we never got to see maggie she was like i i promise you I, I she has so much to offer she was in that pumpkin when i was there spinning around in circles laughing for an hour I know, on that you that pond love her. i think she's the best and <laughs> we never got to know her and it's so i really was excited yeah. to get to know her it was really sad but she went home uh as well as uh as ryan uh went home as and well brittany. and brittany went home uh,
0: Can we talk about how weird it is that Brittany went home? This is like the third week in a row yeah that we have somebody who we've who's had a lot of airtime, who's seemingly had a connection with with Matt and we see them go home without any further explanation. Matt doesn't pull them aside. First there was Kayla, then there was Lauren and now there was Brittany. Brittany had a huge storyline over the past two weeks. yeah and all of a sudden she's gone. She's gone.
3: Yeah, there's still girls there weird. That, that we know nothing about but yet the girls that we've actually started to like invest into and that I can actually yeah. say their names are going home. Like, this is making it really hard yeah. on me. Like, who's next, Chelsea? Like, are we gonna send Chelsea home next week? And I'll be like, this is, I don't get it anymore. Like, I'm invested in Chelsea's mm-hmm. story. I like Chelsea, she's a sweetheart, but it feels like now Chelsea's storyline is gonna be the one now that goes home next week. I don't know, but who I really
0: feel like might go home next week is, is Abigail. Oh. because I'm looking at process of elimination here. And the fact that Abigail is going to go home after getting the first impression rose and never having a one-on-one and never really developing a storyline is super, super sad. Let's talk about that a little bit later in the episode. When we get closer to that rose ceremony, let's jump into the, um, the first one-on-one with Piper. Yeah. Uh, cute dates. Uh, they had, they go the care. They go to a fair. That's always fun. I always yep. find like the fair date is a, nice little icebreaker. You can't like be awkward with each other. I while had one riding rides. We
3: did one in Warsaw. Sunday. Yeah, it was incredible. It was like so much Amanda. Fun. Yeah. With Amanda, yeah. the whole town came out. I mean, it was packed. It was, it was fun, but this was super special because, you know, we've seen fireworks in the show and all that stuff. But like the fact that all of a sudden she walks into like a dark where I, like it was a forest or something. And he turns on the yeah, lights it and it lights yeah. up was, it was cool. So cool.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, And then there's nothing really like monumental that happens there, but she does talk over dinner about something so, so sad. She says it like she has a really hard time being emotional and vulnerable. And that's because in her house, it's not really condoned to be emotional and that her mom isn't the kind of mom who will like call and say like, Hey, I'm proud of you. And that just made me so sad for her. And she was talking about how of course she doesn't want she wants to be in a relationship where she can feel comfortable finally expressing her emotions and like raising a family that does the same.
3: Yeah. Wasn't yeah. That sad? It was sad. I think it was relatable um, to a lot of people. Uh, I think I found out over the last two years, just how many people uh, have either gotten too much uh, reassurance from people like, you know, or not at all. And it's sad mm-hmm. because it does it. There's a disconnect there. I think though, and I hope that after Piper brings this up on national television, like that conversation can happen at home where she's like, I want you to tell me you're proud of me. Like I have, I have people in my life that I know who have never been told, um, by their father or mother that they love them. Like they just don't do it in their household. So crazy, you know? And like, that was
0: my, well, my mom grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mind boggling to me because she did the exact opposite.
3: It's weird. Um, but it, so it's relatable. I think it was a really great conversation. It was really special. But once again, uh, as this beautiful date is happening, as we're relating and investing into this relationship, at breakoff point, Serena and Katie are back home fighting it out, yelling at each other in like a very aggressive way. Uh, the other girls are listening. Mm-hmm. Serena comes in with like mm-hmm. this kind of confiding in these friends, sits down, and she starts talking about her. Katie walks in on it, which is always one of the most awkward moments on the show. It happens often. It's one of the most awkward moments in life, right? Like we've probably done it in middle school or like, you know, you're talking about one of your friends and then they walk in, things get weird. But this is again, Ashley, and I'm going to keep harping on it until it stops, I guess. I don't know. People are probably sick of of hearing it, but it's like, once again, these are adults acting like children and they're, here's my take on it. Serena is just starting another fire. Like she's mad at Katie for the toxicity in the house. Yet Serena walks in to add more toxicity to the situation by starting this fire amongst the girls. Now I'm sure Katie, like, has her own. But like all we've seen is now Serena sitting down and starting to bad mouth this situation. And it's luckily the girls though stand up and say like I don't see it this way.
0: Yeah. And can I just say that there's like no, again, no point to this because we see it at the rose ceremony and then we see it again here. But then before we know it, Katie's eliminated and this, this conflict is gone. And it's just like, OK, if it existed, then fine. But I don't think it needed to be part of the show because it has no consequence. Yeah. And it just it was a it was to me just a non interesting watch where I wish that those ten minutes that it occupied was used to see the the one on one time that Abigail and Matt or so and so and Matt would have had on this group date which we're gonna talk about in a second um, because the group date was bowling okay let's get into it now the group date was bowling it was one of those things where it's like whatever team wins is going to go have extra time with matt tonight and it was actually two small groups so they were going to get like some good quality time the group of four girls the pink team won which sent the blue girls home then harrison comes in and says you know matt actually wants to invite you blue girls to the date right and then he says hey girls sorry i had to invite the blue team because like i just felt like we all deserve like I, i want time with all of you which i loved but what was so weird is that in the episode, we don't get him. We don't see no. him having any one-on-one time with any of the blue team. No. <laughs> what they- was that? I rewound it. I rewound it to make sure that I was right about this. And There's he, nothing. he invited them, but nothing. We know, like you and I know, that those girls pro- probably, most likely, had time with him. But why wouldn't they choose to air that time? Because it's just odd
3: it is well okay so right now we are harping on this episode i get that but here's the point no no but here (laughs) here's the point to this whole thing i think here's where the frustration um lies is we just don't know these women well enough yet it's frustrating because we're two weeks away now after this week from hometowns the there's been a lot of arguments very little like in-depth stories being like kind of Pushed to where we understand where their relationship lies mm-hmm. um I don't know at this point other than maybe two or three that I have any connection as a viewer with any of them like if like there's some seasons where somebody goes home and I'm like a little torn up about it this season if any of them went home maybe other than Abigail Rachel or Britt like I would be or Bree I would be like pretty distant from it and I, I don't think that's right. fair but once it, okay so here's here's the point of the show. Uh, so we'll pause it here and we'll talk about this. Through all this, there's a storyline going on. where We're going to add one more person to the season. Heather Martin shows up uh, to Nimma asking to be on the season to give it a shot. I'm a big Heather Martin fan. She's been on the podcast many times. Uh, but n- nothing against Heather, but it's like one more person now to come into this. We already have added, we had a huge group at the beginning. We've added more women back. Yeah. then we're going to add one yeah. more here. Like how are we ever going to keep these relationships moving forward when we always are taking a step back? And it, it's this. it's just it's just odds like it's weird to me that we continue to add people to this season. When, like, the whole problem, I guess, with this season is not Matt James, is not really the contestants, other than the bullying and the toxicity that I think we've now eliminated. It's the fact that there's just so many freaking people in and out of this house.
0: This was so silly. And one of those rare moments that it felt staged to me um, when she pulls up in the white van, like the white minivan and then Harrison's like go back to your hotel and we'll think about it when like you know she's staying there on campus you know that she was quarantining before that minivan scene and then she's like doing all these corny videos in her room and you're and she even admits she's like girl she's like I know I'm late, but like I still must meet Matt. I'm like, girl, you are so late that you are entering the week that I exited Crystal's yeah. season. Like you, if if the producers told me, yeah, you can come and join, but you have to join in week six, I'd be like, oh,
3: no. okay,
0: never mind. that no. I'll embarrass myself. I don't want to do that.
3: Yeah. You're not That's wild to think about. It's true. Uh, all right, Ashley, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to break down Tyler Cameron's cameo on the episode as well as Katie's date and then, uh, exit from the show leading into then the, uh, bloopers, uh, for next week.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 3510300 and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like... This is so awful, but I I do, like, need to do it. <laughs> um, But the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of, like, the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like, there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have, like try the reformulated nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online
5: america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness at grand canyon university we believe in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose
3: Ashley, fans have been waiting to find out when uh, Matt James is going to have Tyler Cameron on. Obviously, they're friends, and that's kind of how Matt got on the show was because of Tyler's mom. So Tyler shows up this week uh, for a little man chat, uh, but then is also a part of Katie's one-on-one date.
0: And this did not disappoint. This was the part that had me laughing, that had me totally glued to the screen. Katie is going to go behind the scenes The scenes, right? Have a mic uh, to an earpiece for a masseuse that is massaging Tyler unknowingly. Katie and and Matt are watching Tyler get a massage, and they're leading the masseuse in this awful massage. And this is hilarious. This is the kind of date that was is one creative, and I love that we haven't seen something like this before. And two, actually, kind of gets you to bond. Like it really gets you to bond. Um, and then just the fact that, um, you know, it's with a friend that's fun. You have a little bit more, like you feel more free and in doing embarrassing things. I really love this date and, uh, you know, Tyler was a good sport.
3: He was, yeah, it was, is was, it was, I always, I, I like these, that was the date was right. Good. You're right. Yeah. It bonded the Katie and Matt. It allowed yeah. him to sit in a room and kind of laugh and joke and pick on a friend and play a joke on him. I really loved like I can't. Im- I love massages. It's my favorite thing. I know. I we can't know imagine having somebody like a masseuse in this like really nice spa. All of a sudden, take like a like one of those like roll roll out things and like go against the back of my head. Like that hurts. Like that's not fun. I yeah? can't imagine what was going through Tyler's head. I wish there was a follow up interview to that. Be like, what were you thinking when she was like? One, like playing with your nipples, which is a little weird. I don't know how. like I it's like that was fine. I would feel pretty uncomfortable. But like I
0: would have I would have gone further than that. I would have been like, go really low on his pelvis, go really low, go really high on his thigh. Yeah, I but know they're keeping it, PJ.
3: They're keep, but like then the the rolling board on the back of the head. Like that's when I've been like laying there, been like this is the worst thing I've ever had experience. To me and the fact that she was talking to him the whole time. That's my number one pet yeah. peeve with a massage. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So Katie and Matt have a great one on one day. I'm I'm like this thing's working. This is a good deal. But then they did, sit down. Did you feel that? I did. I felt. I was
0: like. Oh, I was like, this would have been a perfect date for somebody you had more chemistry with less of a friend zone feel.
3: Yeah. Well, but we kind of find that out as the, the date yeah. continues. <laughs> uh, it's definitely more of a friend zone. Matt has a lot of great things to say about Katie, uh, but uh, she is sent home from the one on one. It's our first one on one exit. If I no, is it our first this season? Yes, it's our first one on one exit this season. Um, you know, not uh, my opinion is. Not shocking because I I, no. I do think like it wasn't like this was a a love story that we're like yeah they're gonna be together forever but um anytime somebody goes home from a one on one it's uh it's a little bit of a of a storyline and Katie is sent yeah. home okay so the end of the episode goes like this Heather Martin does show up to the cocktail party the girls all of a sudden are fired up and it really. Just starts to be highlighted in the previews, and the previews are the previews. We never know what those are referring to. Yeah. But it doesn't look like this goes well for Heather.
0: No. (laughs) So Heather does interrupt Piper's one on one time. Which, of course, isn't going to go well, but what else is she going to do? Right. And you can tell that Matt knew Heather right off the bat because he starts laughing. And to be honest, like at this point, it really is like a hilarious joke that somebody else is entering this late in the game and that it's somebody that he knows and he's. He's dealing with it with a sense of humor, but like, you know, he's not going to, he's not going to keep, I, well, I feel like he's not going to keep her around. That's what I say no, but like, I don't actually know. Um, and then Heather, we, we got word it's in our hot topics this week, um, but we'll, we'll talk about it right now. Is that Matt did meet Heather prior to the season, yep. um, but he had no relationship with her. So he knew her through Hannah, and you know, as as Heather says, she was really strongly recommended to go on the show because of Hannah.
3: The uh, I encourage everybody um, to go back watch um, when uh, Heather walks into the room to interrupt Matt. And Matt looks up. That's going to be a meme forever. His eyes are wide. His face is (laughs) shocked. And he's like, son of a gun. Well, hey, Ashley, let's take a break here. That's been this (laughs) week's episode. Uh, Let's rate it. Um, A to F uh, rating for this episode. It's a C. I'm going to go C minus. After last week's episode, I had big expectations for this week. I thought we were really going to see some stories start to build. Uh, We didn't. Uh, And as a result, it, it pretty disappointed me. And I think... It might for a lot of Bachelor Nation. Matt James once again mm-hmm. uh, just continues to be consistent. Great, he's 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 good at this. But I'm not. I like him as a human, and I, I, I think we could be friends. I'm not exactly invested into his love story right now, and I wanted to be. Uh, and uh, I think a lot of that has to do with just how the controversies and the and the bullying and the like, just arguing the seasons existed so far. Hey, uh, we'll take a break. When We come back. We have Bachelor headlines. <laughs>
0: For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 3510300 and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys,
0: I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
7: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp.
5: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, um, cruel and unusual punishment.
7: After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire.
2: He was trying to brand us, so we were gonna become the McDonald's in treatment.
7: The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs in Schools.
3: They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way.
7: At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Ashley just mentioned this first headline, and so we're going to kind of skip over it. But uh, Matt James did confirm that there was no relationship with Heather Martin before she crashed The, crashed the Bachelor. I know a lot of people are going to be speculating that this week. But the next headline uh, is referencing Matt James as well. His season's getting talked about uh, in a lot of press. Uh, the headline reads this. Bachelor Matt James talks Rachel controversy uh, and that Spotify-like. Did he spoil his season? This according to entertainment.
0: Okay. Well, first off, we'll address the Spotify like. So apparently he um, liked one of Rachel's playlists on Spotify, which makes people feel like perhaps he chooses her. Um, but he said, he said in this interview that I listened to that he apparently did some research on a lot of the girls' Spotify lists and liked and listened to multiple ones. Um, and then as far as the controversy, Rachel, we know has been an early front runner and an early favorite. Um, but there are some, there are some allegations of her on social media, um, for bullying in the past about dating black men and for liking some photos that, don't look so good on social media and I just want to read to you what Matt has said about one question about all this he said I have not really spoke to anybody since the show ended but I would like to say that you have to be really careful about what you're doing on social media he says rumors are dark and nasty and they can ruin people's lives so um I would give people the benefit of the doubt hopefully she will have some time to speak on that There's a lot of stuff going around about the women who are involved in the show, and I would just give them a chance to kind of have their peace, whether that is someone who was gone night one or someone who went home this week. Everyone has a story, and I would just be receptive to that. So I think he just wants um, Rachel to address this on her own whenever she sees fit.
3: Well, we, uh, we will follow that, and when she does address it, we'll be talking about it right here on Bachelor Headlines. Uh, now, Rachel Lindsay, who has been outspoken uh, about a lot of things. She hosts a show, and so she talks about stuff kind of quite often, uh, reacts to Dylan Barber, uh, Jed Wyatt's Bachelor producer's accusations. That's on you, she says, if you felt manipulated. This goes into our next headline, because we'll compare the two here. Our next headline comes from Tasha Adams, who came out and said that she felt very unedited on her season and is very proud of who she was. So Ashley, taking the, both these headlines into consideration, how do we go through this?
0: Okay, well, first off, you guys may remember that last week, Dylan was talking about some like really cryptic things, you know, he was tweeting saying that like they don't that the producers don't care about people's mental health, um, that they're not looking out for the contestants, then Jed, which is a close friend with him, said that he was going to drop a podcast talking about all the things that went down during his season that he felt manipulated by. Well, that never came out. And Dylan backtracked a little bit, thanking the franchise for the platform it's given him. And I feel like there must have been some intervening in there. (laughs) Um, Then, so basically, Rachel said, that's on you. If you felt like you fell for that type of scenario, I don't know if you're trying to get attention. I'm not sure if you're trying to make trying to excuse some of the decisions that you made, but we're all grown people. You made those decisions for whatever reason it is. Now don't go try and blame somebody else. And Tasha, like in an indirect way, kind of backs up what Rachel's saying by saying that she was really proud of what she saw of herself. Um, I can say with 100%, I do not feel edited. Like everyone says, I do not feel edited or I, 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 feel, I didn't feel like they didn't show me Um, I definitely feel like that was me. Um, She said, when I got upset, I got upset. Uh, I was having as much fun as it looked. She says that um, she's watching back some of the episodes with a full-on smile because it represented her so well. And she was so proud of herself.
3: So, a bunch of differing opinions here. I do think everybody's experience on the show is different. I do think, though, in every situation in life, you have to take some ownership Uh, for the outcomes of things. So a lot of opinions being thrown around. It's kind of, uh, it's interesting now for two weeks, we've been talking about, um, you know, the editing and the producing of the show. It's always a topic we talk about, but right now it feels like it is in the headlines more than ever. Well, the final uh, headline from this week is one that does come again from Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay is very upset with Dale Moss. uh, And her quote is Dale is making this about him. Um, yeah. He wants to be in the spotlight, Rachel says.
0: She says, I'm so disappointed by this breakup because I was down for Claire and Dale. I'm close with Claire. I love Claire. And I was so happy with Dale. She goes, and even when my husband Brian and I were with them, it seems like they were very happy with one another. And I know that there were all these rumors about Dale. And I think what's so disappointing is that meeting them, I wouldn't have assumed that those rumors could possibly be true. And the more that time goes by since the breakup, it seems like those rumors were true. She says, it seems like Dale is all about himself. It seems like he wants to be in the spotlight. I find it a big coincidence, maybe not so much of a coincidence that, um, or maybe <clears throat> I find it to be a big coincidence or maybe not so much of a coincidence that he keeps finding a way to a camera or to his Instagram lives.
3: Here's the thing. Rachel's friends with Claire, uh, strong statements out of Rachel, uh, You know, I think here over time, this will fade off. But obviously, you know, we saw this week um, that Claire uh, dyed her hair pink. Uh, We do see Mm -hmm. Dale, you know, on camera a lot. People are coming out in support and speaking out um, upon this thing. So, hey, uh, I guess good for Rachel for sticking up for a friend. Um, That's important, especially uh, right now. All right, Ashley, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to have some exciting uh, new guests on the Almost Famous Podcast.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand. and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like... try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
7: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp.
5: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, um, cruel and unusual punishment.
7: After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire.
6: He was
2: trying to brand us, so we were gonna become the McDonald's in treatment.
7: The worldwide association of specialty programs in schools.
3: They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way
7: at this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: you guys you saw them last night during piper's date they've been called by huffington post cmt sounds like nashville in the taste of country as one of the new top country artists and they've earned praise from carrie underwood dan and shay and brett eldridge that's a pretty big deal please welcome to the podcast temecula road hey guys
8: hello
6: how are
0: you i'm good how are you guys We are fantastic.
8: Doing really, really good.
0: Awesome. So you sang your song, Everything I Love, during Piper's one-on-one.
3: I couldn't have drawn a better ending to a night. We have a private performance by Temecula Road. Just have Piper in my arms. I'm just looking at Piper. Piper's looking at me. Everything just feels right.
1: Everything I love, love, love,
5: love, love. Everything. I love, 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 love. Why
0: did you choose that song? I think
8: it, it just was the perfect fit. I mean, we'd had this song for a couple years, and we'd always really loved it, and had our vocals on it, and um, it's been mastered for a long time. And when this opportunity came up, it just kind of, you know, it was a, it was like a, a label decision with us, also with the people at the Bastard, and just kind of all came together with this song.
0: Nice. Okay, so we have two sisters. Um, we got Emma and Maddie, and then the group is also compromised of you, Dawson, and who, who's a lifelong friend of the girls. That's really fun. Did yeah. you did you enjoy your quarantine together? Were you allowed to quarantine together at the hotel? Are you in three separate rooms for six days? We were in
9: three separate rooms, actually. Ah. Emma and her, like right across the hall from each other, so we could like open our door and say what's up, but mm-hmm. we got- yeah really far so we didn't see him for like five days
8: did you it was it was like we we were able to we were able to see each other a little bit um but in the beginning it was mandatory that we don't be with each other and we make sure that each of us tested negative on our own so we weren't able to like do anything really except just say well we did a lot of facetimes we facetimed each other it's like you're right over there and like um i'm sure you two could probably lean over your balconies could you guys lean over your balconies and talk or no
6: well, our doors were right across from each other so like once a day we would open the door and say like hey what's up how's your day going and then we would just shut the door or like we can hear each other's meals coming because they would knock on yeah lady. so yeah.
0: totally that was the same with with me when i was there it was like oh they're getting food now maybe yeah. i store order food now
6: <laughs> Yeah, exactly
0: um okay so you you um maddie are a huge bachelor fan how did it feel to be performing on the show was that surreal
9: it was definitely kind of a fangirl moment i am the biggest bachelor fan so i was so excited that we got the opportunity to play and i actually had a lot more respect for the show after being there and seeing like how sweet the producers were and like how like serious and like amazing like well put together it all was it was it was really awesome
0: oh that's so good to hear did you feel the chemistry between piper and matt and was there anything that happened during that date that we didn't get to see
9: um i think you'll definitely see it but they were just like making out like right in front of us and it's like two feet away so it's like you like don't want to look because you like don't want to laugh but there's a lot of chemistry
6: we got to talk to them afterwards, and they are both so sweet. Also, Matt is gigantic. He is so tall, and Piper yeah. is the sweetest person ever. Like you can just tell she has a good heart.
8: Yeah, oh, you good. can you can see the chemistry between them. And, and fun fact too, he's from uh, he's from North Carolina. He's from Raleigh, which is where I was born too. So him and I are both from the same home state, home city. Uh, and he went to Wake Forest, which is where my uncle actually works. So. It's kind of cool. kind of a small world, yeah. Kind of a small world with them, but they're. Uh, it was cool at the end of it. Like once we were done playing, they just kind of let the cameras. They were just let the cameras roll, and then they just kept kissing, so they could get a lot of good footage of them kissing. So that was the weirdest part. Was when we were done singing, they were still like, just going at it, and, and it was like one of those where we're just kind of like, all right, yeah. I mean, they weren't even on us at all, but just just being in that moment was fun. You won't see our reactions to that because like obviously that's for them to get good footage of them. But just like, if you would have been a fly on the wall in the room, it would have been, oh my gosh, it was so funny.
0: That is so odd. I never experienced them to ever be like, keep kissing more. <laughs> that's what they told them? Or it was just like, oh, we're gonna catch them kissing
8: more.
9: They just keep kissing for a long time. Yeah,
8: they never okay, said okay, like, okay. keep going. They just they okay. Just kinda, like, let them do their thing, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. It was, it was, it was for sure.
0: Did you get to speak with them at all afterward? Yes.
1: So
6: fixed the pictures and talked about football. Talked about how everybody's quarantine has been, how long they've been there. We got to chat for a little bit.
0: Did you gather anything from that conversation about like how Matt was feeling about all the chaos going down during his season?
9: I no. had no idea that there would be so much drama by how he acted. Okay, I know.
6: Yeah, He's so well put together. Honestly, after we've been obviously watching every episode and I would have never expected all of the chaos that's gone down by the way that he was acting with us. Yeah,
8: That's a good point. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. He carried himself so well that night in the room and then watching the, the episodes, it's like, he really has had to put up with a lot, you know, and like every bachelor does, it's, it's a hard job. I can't imagine being able to do it, but um, yeah, he was really cool. And he was really sweet to her. And he said, he said like, you know, she's a really sweet girl. Like we have a great connection. And he goes, I was, so excited to pick her for this one-on-one. Like I knew this is what I, like, you know, I knew I wanted it to be her to come on this date, which was really cool for us too. Because it was like, hey, like who knows if they end up together? You know, this is we 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 were their first concert ever, so that'd be crazy.
0: Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really nice to hear. Uh You guys made your epic debut at the uh, Ryman Auditorium, um, and you returned to the grand old Opry stage on February first. Where can people check out your music? What do you recommend they listen to first? Yes. To get them hooked.
9: (laughs) You can find our music on every music platform, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. Um, And obviously our newest single, Everything I Love just came out. And that's the song that we performed on The Bachelor.
8: Yeah. And it's the best best representation of us. You know, we grow so much and we've been releasing music for the last couple of years. And it's cool to see the journey where it's, where we've come where we've been you know kind of where we are now um but we love this song we're really really proud of it like i said earlier you know we've had it for a couple years and just waiting for the right moment to release it and this just felt like the right moment once we sang it it was like all right we got it we got to do this
0: oh perfect all right well thank you guys so much for joining us and for bringing some live music to the bachelor oh of course we're so absolutely.
8: thanks for having us
6: thank you for having us see you guys Bye. bye
3: Ashley, for as much as this season's feeling like it's fallen short, I still have hope that the last few weeks of Matt James's seasons are going to be something we talk about forever. They're going to be incredible. In a sense, it kind of reminds me of Colton Underwood season, right? Most of the Colton season, we're like, ah, oh, this is just okay, and then it was the last few weeks that we really started to like invest into the contestants and invest into the show. It happens, so I'm not going to be shocked if, like, from hometown dates on, we really start to feel this thing. Uh, but until then, we're going to keep talking about it and sharing our honest opinion. It's been uh, still a blast, Ashley. As always, uh, it's good to be with you on the Almost Famous podcast.
0: Ditto, boy. Um, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. That's Don't right. forget the Juan Pablo episode drops, and we'll be doing a live, which you can still join. Yeah, no, they're sold out, but you can do meet and greet.
3: No, you can still join. There's still tickets available oh, to should. join. Yeah, Is you it just unlimited unlimited you just no more free tickets so the free tickets have been given now uh-huh. um, but you can still buy tickets join. come hang out with us for a night talk about the book talk about life let's dive into it all together hey uh with that i've been ben
0: i've been ashley I'll
8: talk to you later bye guys. guys follow the ben and ashley i almost famous podcasts on iHeartRadio radio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts
2: Apple Podcast or wherever
6: you get your podcasts.
2: A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown,
7: Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids.